to the first Sunday in Advent. Our worship leaders today are Annika Frazier, Rose Carolyn Smith, David and Mary Charters, Thomas Good, Kathy Berry, and Annika Frazier are our soloists today. Our organist is David Berry, and I am Reverend Susan Frazier. Come, let us worship God. In this uncertain season of Advent, we wait, hoping, hoping God is coming to us. In the vagueness of these days, we try to listen, hoping, hoping the word will be whispered to us. In the weariness of our times, we wait, we listen, we watch, hoping, hoping the spirit will be found in our midst. season of Advent begins and we celebrate the hope that we find in the good news of the gospel through the birth of a tiny child, helpless child, God comes to save the world. While we watch and wait for Jesus, we join God's mission by bringing grace and mercy to those who need it most. We engage the poor and the poor in spirit, letting Christ shine, shine through us. We speak words of comfort and love to a world in need of hope and healing as we share our stories of God's transforming spirit. Together, we are a sign of God's hope for the world. Let us pray. God of surprising grace, 
when we least expect it, you bring fresh light. When where we feel all, all is lost, you bring redemption. Give us courage as we share all you have done, all you are doing, and all you will accomplish through Jesus Christ. Amen. of approach. Please pray with me. O oh God of hope, help us to remember in this long season of waiting that Christmas comes every time we see you in other people. When the human and the holy meet in Bethlehem or in Queen Square, Christmas comes like a golden storm on its way to Jerusalem. Even now it comes in the face of the pandemic. No authority is too terrible to stop it. No hair strong enough, no hurt deep enough, no curse shocking enough, no disaster shattering enough. For someone on the earth will see the star, someone will hear the angels' voices, someone will run to Bethlehem, someone will know the peace and goodwill. You, O oh God, will come in the human form. Christ will be born. Amen. It is now the time for the color purple. Purple is the color of kings and queens. In Jesus' time, only royalty wore purple. Purple is a serious color, and something serious is about to happen. A king is coming, not the kind of king people thought. This king had no army, no palace, no riches. This king was a baby, born in a barn. The king that was coming is still coming. This is full of mystery. You know a mystery is hard. That is why this time of Advent is so important. Sometimes people can walk right through a mystery and not even know that they are there. This time of year with shopping and wrapping and this and that, it's time that we took time to be on our way to Bethlehem. The church learned a long time ago that people need a way to come close to that mystery at Christmas. The next four weeks we call Advent. We will all be on our way to Bethlehem, but who will show us the way? The prophets will show us the way. A prophet is someone that comes so close to God, and God comes so close to them that they know what's important. The prophet Isaiah listened to and spoke the word of God. In our Bible, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 2, he said, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. This is the candle of the prophet. It is also the candle of hope. It reminds us that prophets listen to God so they can show us the way to Bethlehem. 
Let's enjoy the light of the prophets. Now I will change the light. Look carefully. Before the light was just here. Now the light is in many places at once. The prophet can be with us always. There may even be one with you right now. Let us pray. Lord God, show us how to be a prophet. Amen. words of hope in the midst of our fear. Send us your Holy Spirit to open our ears to that hope. Guide us to interpret the signs of these times through the lens of your grace so that we may find comfort and courage in your promises through Christ, your living word. A reading from Isaiah chapter 64 verses 1 through 9. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence. As when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence, from ages past, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways. But you were angry and we sinned because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, 
and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, and do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. The word of the Lord. Only during the orange phase of a pandemic, when singing in the sanctuary is forbidden, am I trusted with a song. Our song today is Psalm 80, verses 1 through 7 and 17 through 19. The Psalms were originally written in Hebrew. The phrase Hashi Venu in Hebrew means restore us or save us. I invite you to repeat after me. Hashi Venu. Hashi Venu. When I read in the Psalm that we might be saved, we will all reply in Hebrew, even you at home, Hashi Venu. Listen now to the song of God. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who led Joseph like a flock, you who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Stir up your might and come and save us. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we might be saved. Hashi Veinu. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You have fed them with bread of tears and given them tears to drink in full measure. You make us the scorn of our neighbors, our enemies laugh among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. How she vain. But let your hand be upon the one your right hand, the one whom you made strong for yourself. Then we will never turn back from you. Give us life and we will call on your name. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Hashi Please join me in prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our gospel reading this morning comes from Mark, chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. Listen now for the words of God. But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in heaven will be shaking. Then they will see the Son of Man coming down from the clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, 
When you see these things taking place, you will know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It's like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home, he puts his servants in charge, each with their work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. This is a word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wow. The scripture readings for today are uh, pretty depressing. It's a first Sunday in Advent. I was expecting something a little more upbeat, something about hope. Something about new promises and great expectations. Something with some tinsel, colored lights, ornaments, maybe even some shiny wrapping paper. You know, something about fa-la-la-la-la, or decking the halls, or just preparing for the season. You know, something about Christmas. Not all this darkness stuff. The sun will be in darkness, the moon will not shine, the stars will fall from heaven. A time of shadows. The people will sit in great darkness, bewildered, lost, alone. No wonder our psalmist cries out, Hashivenu, God save us. But with Fredericton entering the orange phase this past Thursday night, we have all been plunged into this darkness, confusion, and uncertainty. Mark's mini-apocalypse that we just read in chapter 13 really doesn't seem all so supernatural or otherworldly. We are living through times where the consequences of global climate change are incredible with the massive forest fires that recently blanketed the western regions of North America. We are living through the unthinkable threat of a possible civil war in the United States. We are living through a plague that has claimed almost one and a half million human lives in just eight months. Hashidei, God save us. In our Old Testament lesson today, Rose Carolyn read that we have all become like one who is unclean. Ancient concepts of ritualistic cleansing have taken on an entirely new meaning in this age where we lather sanitizer all over our hands before entering a sanctuary. We now live in fear of others because they might be secretly unclean and contaminate us like a filthy cloth. People that we love and trust, people who mean us no harm, now trust is diminished. And we have to be on guard against everyone for fear that we might become unclean. 
overshed, cause others to become unclean. God save us. All of these Advent scriptures talk one way or another about waiting. And this first Sunday in Advent is traditionally about waiting, waiting, and preparing. But what could be said to a congregation that has been managing the uncertainty that comes from waiting since last March? Originally, it was supposed to be just two weeks, but we have been waiting now for eight months, and, and we don't even know when this will end. When, we, when can we go back to what is normal? Or if we can even think about a future that looks anything like our past. We now live so carefully, so watchfully, so alone, so isolated. We are exhausted with waiting. Hashivayu. God save us. Our gospel lesson this morning contains two parables. For those of us who happen to adore Jesus' parables, this is a bonus text. Jesus tells us yet one more story about a fig tree. Jesus really liked telling stories about fig trees. I, I kind of suspect that our Lord God Almighty might really enjoy fresh figs. Then, he relays an account about a master, his servants, and a particular fellow responsible for watching the house, the watchman. I have to tell you that I really feel for this poor watchman in the parable. He is left with no instruction, no idea when the master will return. I know a little bit about the anxiety produced from unstated expectations. Quite honestly, after eight months of uncertainty whether the coronavirus might invade our small sector of the planet and maim or steal our people. We all know just too well about the uncertainty of unstated expectations. I encountered this parable about the watchman, and I just want the master to give him some idea of what to expect. I think he would do a much better job of being ready for the return of the master of the house if he just had a teeny clue. Just imagine waiting for something to happen, except you really don't know what you're waiting for or when it's going to happen, only that something is going to happen, something, sometime, anytime, waiting, yeah. After eight months, we don't have to imagine. Hashi God save us. But despite waiting in uncertainty, notice the Master gives everyone work. It is like a man going on a journey. When he leaves his home and he puts his servants in charge, each with their work. Each with their work. As disciples of Jesus, we are not left without things to do. Our job is to watch, to wait, and to work. Until all has been revealed, we, as followers of Christ, are to be about the Master's work. We are to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, house the homeless, comfort the sick, visit the imprisoned and the lonely. We are to deal fairly with everyone. We are to be honorable. We are to be righteous. But here's the problem. The longer the delay, 
the more likely the servants become at risk of complacency, slackness, even distraction. The absence of certainty about when the return will happen makes right the condition for workers to go absent without leave or AWOL, and God's mission goes unfulfilled. We enter the Advent season with a tripartite call to watch, to wait, to work. Watching can be very hard. Waiting can cause disillusionment. Work can be difficult. Still, Jesus' disciples are called to actively wait with anticipation. We may not know what is to come, but we know who is to come. And as Christians, we do not wait without hope. For God is still with us. God is still creating, and God is still creating in and through us. As we read in Isaiah, we are clay in the hands of a potter. With God's help, like clay in the potter's hands, we too will be formed into something useful and beautiful. God will save us. Hashivayu. The promise that is Advent, the promise that is forged in a season of waiting, is that we will never go back to normal. Our future will not look like our past. In the potter's hands, we become more than just tinsel and ornaments, colored lights and shiny packages. We wait in hope that is Jesus Christ, the one who will make in us a clean heart, the one who will make us a new creation. We wait for the one whose very name, Jesus, means Savior. Hashi Amen. Please join me in the prayers of the people. Merciful God, the signs of our times are worrisome. We gather in your presence aware that the earth groans in pain and many people are suspicious of each other. We thank you for your comforting presence in the times of suffering and uncertainty and for your promise of life beyond death and hope beyond fear. As the longest night of the year draws near, comfort those who dread the darkness and direct those who have lost their way. Whenever people are overwhelmed by the demands of the season and by the complications of COVID-19, let them hear your still small voice within all the clamor and confusion and catch a glimpse of your light shining in the night. God of all our days and nights, we remember that the days leading to, up to Christmas are difficult for many, especially this year. We pray for those who are hungry and cold. Alert us to the ways that we can set a feast for those in our community and beyond whose cupboards are bare. Warm them with your love. We pray for those who are grieving. 
Make us patient and compassionate companions to those in mourning, even when we are not sure what to say. Fill the emptiness with your comfort. We remember those who are feeling very isolated this year. Inspire our hearts with ideas of how to reach out in friendship. Bring hope to the lonely with your friendship. We pray for those who feel like the world is ending, whose lives have been uprooted by fire, flood, storm, illness, job loss, or death. Steady us amid the upheavals of this year of pandemic and remind us that you alone are constant. Your steadfast love will see us through. Heaven and earth may pass away, but you are the source of everlasting life and undiminished hope. Help us, help us to trust you, no matter what is happening. And now we pray together using the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Go out into the world of peace. Have courage. Hold on to that which is good. Return no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Honor all people. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the Holy Spirit. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you 